Hey everyone, my online course on the rehabilitation of the fitness athlete with Dan Pope is on sale this week. If you want to work with higher level fitness athletes and help people get back into the gym after an injury, this is the course for you. Head to MikeRandall.com slash fitathlete to learn more and sign up this week. On this episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show, we talk about how you can start specializing in specific sports rehabilitation. The Ask Mike Reynolds Show. Helping people feel better, move better, and perform better. Before we get to the podcast, I wanted to make sure you knew about my free online course on the introduction to performance therapy and training. If you want to learn how to get started optimizing and enhancing performance, this is the course for you. Head to MikeReynolds.com slash performance to sign up today. Welcome back, everybody, to the latest episode of the Ask Mike Reynolds Show. We're here at... We're, yeah, we're at Champion in Boston, Massachusetts. We're here answering all your physical therapy, sport performance, fitness related questions. We're here for you. If you have questions just like we're about to answer, head to MikeReynolds.com and click on that podcast link and we got a nice big form for you to fill out, okay? Um, Len, are you prepared? Because if not, Mike is. I've been practicing all practicing. morning. All right, so Mike. All morning. All right, so Mike is going to introduce the students today because we have a lot of students right now. So it's it's weird how things sometimes the clinical rotations tend to overlap a little bit. This is actually today's actually Ryan's last day, although he's going to be on the next four, four weeks. episodes now. You're starting <laughs> four to, weeks left. Starting to see how we do this, but Mike, you want to introduce the students yes. today? So we have a quadrant of students. A quadrant. I don't I mean, think that's. that's that's I don't think that's appropriate use of the word square or quadrant. Uh, we have Andrew or Austin Riff. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> All right, start over. Start over. Austin Riff from uh, Franklin Pierce University in the satellite office that is in Arizona. Right. We have Evan Jurjevic from Trine University. Apparently, this is their symbol. We have Ryan Johnson from Winston Salem State University. Andrew King from the University of Hartford in CT in Connecticut. CT. Nice. Welcome, everybody. Good job, Mike Scaduto. For those, (laughs) we get pretty close to 200 episodes. For those that have been watching from the beginning, you can see why I have now outsourced the introduction of the students because it's subcontracted. (laughs) (laughs) It's getting super hard to keep them all organized. Uh, But who who's going to be the lucky reader for today's episode? I'll do it. Nice, Ryan taking the lead taking the for lead. the first time in eight weeks. But let's start now. <laughs> weeks, let's get... <laughs> All right, what do we have for a question, Ryan? Uh, we have Chris from New York. He says, hi, guys. I'm a young physical therapist less than two years out of school in an orthopedic setting, and I'm looking to specialize in baseball-related injuries and rehabilitation. I was wondering what your best advice would be to move toward a specialization such as baseball. All right, so two years out of college? Two years. That it was. Good. So pretty common question I think that we have, and I don't think we need to talk about baseball, right? We can all talk about anything we want, but I guess the question is, a young clinician two years out wants to start specializing in, in some sport or some activity, this one specifically baseball. Probably a good question, and I, I'm glad you've done it this way. Because we have students and, and, and young clinicians all the time that come through and immediately want to specialize in something. And I, I kind of like how you're, you know, two, three years out of school 
you've kind of uh, learned a little bit of everything, right? Doing some general kind of approaches and now want to get a little bit more specific. I like that. So um, who wants to start? I mean, let's answer this as a um, kind of like how to, how to specialize into a niche population, right? Or as Dave would say, a niche, niche. population, right? Who wants to start first? I don't know, can we do it? Well, I'm in. I don't know. I definitely want to take a, a poll by the audience. <laughs> Doesn't sound like Dan's into it, but yeah. Yeah. Dan, yeah, how'd you get into baseball? So when I was 14, <laughs> um, I actually played baseball a little bit, but I can't throw anymore. Um, anyway, I think what's really important is you have to be embedded into the community that you want to be a part of, right? So for me, I did a lot of fitness. I also did a lot of CrossFit. So the first thing I did is I was a CrossFit coach, right? So if I want to try to be within this community, I have to actually be within this community first and foremost. Uh, part of that is networking with a lot of local coaches. So what I did is I did a ton of um, uh, going from CrossFit gym to CrossFit gym, speaking to the coaches, talking to them a little bit. Um, if they're saying athletes to me, I communicate back with them. We collaborate a little bit over the course of time. I also allied myself with um, different um, surgeons in the area that knew about fitness and knew about kind of the physical, uh, excuse me, the, um, the surgery side for um, the fitness population as opposed to just like regular surgery, I guess. And that was really helpful and that was really good for getting uh, more people in the door for me that were specific to CrossFit, I guess. So it sounds like what, what you did, you took the approach of, and you actually became a CrossFit coach, although that was before you were a physical therapist, right? Yeah. You were doing some strength stuff back in the day yep. uh, before you were PT. But what, what Dan did was he, he not only joined the community, which I think is a very valuable tip, right? Join the community so that way you understand the culture, you understand the experience, you understand even the passion, right? Like a lot of people like want to get into like something like fitness, right? But then don't enjoy working out. Well, that's going to be really challenging because it's not going to be very authentic that you don't train yourself. How are you going to how are you going to work with advanced level trainees? I think that that's an important concept. You know, so you have to you have to understand the techniques, you have to understand, you know, the 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 specifics of that particular thing, but also I think you said this really well, the culture and the community. I think that's a good one. So, uh, who else wants to talk about maybe, maybe, like Dave, maybe with gymnastics? Like, how much do you think your being a gymnast and knowing the not just the culture, but how to communicate to these athletes? How much do you think that's important that you have the experience to talk to these these athletes that you work with? Yeah, I think that's probably the biggest thing in terms of being able to like develop rapport with a person. I think that. We see this in here all the time, whether it's you guys with baseball, you know, CrossFit, Mike with golf. It's like the second that you start speaking their language and you understand their terminology, you understand what their competitive situation looks like, they understand their goals, like you can have a very different conversation with them that I think allows them to feel comfortable and one, sharing all of their problems with you in terms of like why it hurts or what they're maybe not telling their coach or what they're not telling their parents. But then also they probably have much more buy-in in terms of like actually following what you prescribe to them. And so, I mean blessing or a curse we've had people in here who like you know have probably gotten similar advice than you've gotten elsewhere at a physical therapist but because you put it in a context of baseball or golf they're like oh okay like this person understands what i'm trying to get back to or they've done this themselves they understand it so i think it's really important because one you can you know like i said have rapport with that person but two is that you can be a pretty good communicator between the whole party of people involved the parent the coach and then obviously you yourself as the therapist and the athlete if you guys have common language it's easier to talk about problems yeah, and, and the other concept I think too is that 
you understand their life and their future sure. expectations, right? Sure. So we deal with this a lot in baseball, right? We may have an athlete that sees a doctor and because it's magically week eight, right? They can start like a throwing program or whatever it may be for whatever whatever that was. When we oftentimes, we sit down and we talk about, well, what's your strategy for the year? When do we need to be ready? Um, what's the most important part of your year? Is it the spring or is it the summer? And, and we kind of have like a, a, a more, um, a, almost like a concierge level discussion with them that we can help guide them because we know their goal is to get a college scholarship or to get drafted or whatever it may be for your sport. We know that that's their goal where a lot of times doctors and other physical therapists, they're just, well, it's week eight and I can do this exercise now, right? And it's very simplistic with the timeline versus understanding the, the broad scope of not only their 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 injury right now but their competitive season in their career i think that's important uh mike what do you think on what what's your experience with golfers i mean obviously you've done a great job ton of golfers in here that that you know something you're passionate about i think they all see that you're a very average golfer on instagram (laughs) if they follow you um but but what what um Uh, there's so many comebacks. <laughs> uh, I would say the big thing, and this is a little more in general than just golf specific, is just recognizing what your primary referral source is going to be. So for golf, if you want to work with uh, golfers who are looking to improve their performance or if they're injury, like the, the primary for- referral is probably going to be the golf coach. Um, and for baseball, a lot of times it's going to be a pitching coach and, and um, baseball coach. If you want to work with a lot of post-op patients, if you want to work with post-op shoulders, it's probably going to be more the surgeons. So then you have to network within those referral sources, but you have to identify it first. So for golfers, you have to, um, or at least in my experience, was be kind of infiltrated, um, I guess, a, a golf instructor that gives lessons that we aligned with and we kind of took lessons from them for a while and then eventually started talking about what we do and then kind of grew a relationship that way. But it wasn't like we were trying to convince him to work with us. We kind of just worked with him a little bit and got to know him. Um, and over time, we developed that relationship. Because so, you guys shared a lot of shared commonalities, a lot of values, yeah. right? Like you, you, you shared uh, how to help people, right? And you're doing it for the right reasons. I think that's a great example, right, is, is putting yourself out there. So Dan said, you know, become a coach. Mike said, well, go, go work with those coaches right because you want to understand what the coach is teaching so we've all done lessons with you know a particular golf instructor in our area we understand the way he thinks so if he sends us one of his clients to look at them we know how we can then articulate what we're going to do that aligns with his instructional strategy so it's it's this it's this easy kind of connection with that Len anything to add yeah everybody summed it up really well I think a couple points that I'd like to make is you don't have to play the sport in order to be a master in it but I think still it hope for baseball definitely, right, exactly. a doctor. <laughs> but I think it definitely helps to be able to talk the talk obviously so I've never played Major League Baseball but I've treated a lot of Major League Baseball players but I understand the sport I can treat a gymnast but I would definitely defer to Dave for more of the specific terminology I think of it in two different ways I think of it learning locally, learning locally with doctors, learning locally, especially for baseball, learning locally with, uh, like Mike said, pitching coaches, hitting coaches, just coaches in general, getting that relationship. And then more of a broad educational thing, you're, you want baseball, I'm going to challenge you again like I challenge somebody else, go to Atlanta in January and go to the Injuries in Baseball course from ASMI and learn from the best, what we think are the best in baseball that are educating on that. So bring that back with you and and network in that fashion. Go to Mike's um, uh, baseball website, the Elite Baseball um, website, and and you can learn learn from there. 
And and so I think you must ha have a bookmark. <laughs> <laughs> have have that. So you're always reading those blog posts and reading research, and then you start putting content out, and then people recognize you as a leader in your area. So I think there's a bunch of different avenues that you can take that the guys have mentioned, and I, and I think it's just. It always comes down to networking. When in doubt, just like have relationships with people and that'll open up doors for you. So I like it. Relationships are a big one. Immersing yourself into the environment and community, I think, is huge. But I think Lenny just really nailed it like with, with that endpoint. You need to become a, a, a huge student in that specific genre, right? If that's what you want to get into, right? So you have to learn everything. You need every book, every article that comes out, every expert that you can learn from. Go to courses and actually master that. So you obviously have to be very passionate about this to be able to sustain doing this because you're going to put a lot of effort to this. But then on social media, that is what you should be focusing on, right? If all I put on social media was like low back pain people, guess who would come find me and want to work with me? Low back pain people. Right? So it's whatever you put out there and establish yourself as someone that understands that and you're constantly promoting that, right? Dave's all gymnastics like on, on his social media feeds. You, you never will check Dave out because you heard about him and think, oh wow, this guy doesn't know about gymnastics. But if you're all over the place and you're doing a little bit on the ankle and then a little bit on the spine and then a little bit on the shoulder and then an overhead athlete and then you have a total knee patient, that's fine, but you're not developing that specificity. So I think that's, you know, Educate yourself very specifically and then educate others very specifically on social media. I think that's how I would probably wrap it up, right? So great question. We get similar questions a bunch. I think it's important to kind of address that. So hopefully that answered your question. If you have more like this, head to MikeReynolds.com and click on that podcast link. You can fill out the form and we'll keep asking. Oh, no, we'll keep answering we questions. Answered. That would be an episode. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, head to MikeRinal.com slash podcast and fill out the form to submit your question. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And please share this with your friends to help spread the word. It would really mean so much to us. Please check out all my online courses, articles, newsletter, and more at MikeRinal.com. There's always a ton of great perks for my newsletter subscribers. And be sure to check for my other podcast, the Sports Physical Therapy Podcast, where I go deep into topics and interview leaders within our field. See you on the next episode.